strong. We are healthier yeah. than we last have week. Risen so from the illness state that we were in last week, we were like every single other second was like a sniffle or a little cough. But we are better. Yeah, major editing on the last one. I still sound a little little stuffy, but I do feel yeah. a lot better. We um we had our home edit season two premiere party last night, which I think yeah. set me back oh a gosh. little bit. But you know what? I'm gonna go to bed early tonight. That and looks so fun. Make up for it. I'm really excited for the new season to come out. Honestly, I just want to jump into like highs and lows because that was such a high. Send it. Okay. Um, no, the party was just so much fun. We had. We had it at the Soho House in Nashville. We had a candy wall, rainbow candy everywhere. We had just beautiful cheese spread by the cheese gal. Um, And only in Nashville do you have a party and then you get like a surprise concert by people that were attending. Um, So we got like a Florida Georgia Line concert and it was just really fun. And we got to – you know, we have people kind of all over the country. So we, everyone on all the different teams flew in from LA and all of our other markets. So it was really cool to get to hang out with everyone in one place. Um, I just thought of my low of the week as you were speaking. Great. Um, but yeah, that sounds super awesome. But uh, yesterday I found out, we can bleep out his name, but I found out <laughs> is on the freaking bachelorette. What? I know, guys. This is a this is a guy that I like met last year. So and hot. He's so hot, and I literally like love him. Like I've always just like thought, like, oh, if I ever move, you know, I don't know. I just always have like thought he was so cute and so awesome, and literally is like the perfect guy, honestly. And he is on the motherfucking Bachelorette. And I saw this yesterday on Instagram and I literally was like, but I think he may have been cut or something. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. So that was just my love of the week. Honestly, was seeing that I literally like, even though we are in no way, shape or form, like. Oh my God. I'm looking, I'm looking at his Instagram and like, you really, you really missed your chance. Dude, I know. What is wrong with you? No, but, but like, yeah, I think that he was like, look at his tag photos though. I think he may have been like like not he's not on the season like I don't know if he was like cut prior to filming or like after the first episode or after some time in that season he's obviously not gonna marry that person so there is oh he was voted the most likely to be the next Tyler Cameron wow bird oh some salt into that wound oh yeah um anyway so that was a pretty low for me yesterday I like was making a Mai Tai at work yesterday and like dropped it on the ground. I was like, no fucking way. Crying into your Mai Tai? Yeah, crying into my Mai Tai. <laughs> but anyways, I would yeah, cry into was... your Mai Tai for you. Yeah, uh, I guess our paths just might never cross, but you never know. He you was like begging you to come visit him and you were like, no, can't. No, I like just was unable. I was unable. Right. Um, but anyways, so that was my low. Okay, well, my low is not as dramatic as that. <laughs> I think my low, honestly, my low is the new um, – we're just going to keep on this TV train. My low is the new Bridgerton season. Really? I haven't even watched yeah. it yet. That's how busy I've been. I was really disappointed in it, first of really? all. Um, well, I heard the hot guy isn't like is on it really or isn't on it at all. all. Yeah, but yeah. I knew that. He he wasn't signed on to, to be on the second season. Like, I don't know. It just was really slow. The storyline was really slow. 
the main characters like hated each other until the last episode. Sorry, um, spoiler alert. There's also like no like no hot hot moments. That was like the whole first season. It was like, whoa, don't watch this with your family. No, I Ooh. mean, there's like one moment that's like a little bit okay, but like that's it. Damn, Shonda Rhimes, what the hell? Yeah, they really uh, didn't read the room very well because that's what everyone is here for. It's so hard when you have like such a good first season that's like so amazing to honestly like top that and it's like recreate it. But I don't know. Well, everyone binge binge watch the home edit season two because I think it's better. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So that was our lows. I'm trying to think of my high this week. My high, honestly, like I had Sarah Kate here and I got to get my hair redone, which like, hello, looks so good. Yeah, it looks great. Um, it was really fun to be with her and Lizzie and just feel like a new person. I feel like I got my personality back and just feel like actually pretty, you know, I feel like when your hair is off, you feel just like really ratchet. I'm like, ah, um, my extensions are like hanging to my knees. It was just like a whole thing, but, um, yeah, yeah, I got my hair redone and then I just worked my last day of work today for 10 days because mom and dad come tomorrow, which I literally cannot believe. Like, feels so weird that they're, that's like, I guess what I'm also excited about, but like, feels so weird that I'm literally going to be with mom and dad tomorrow because I feel like when people come to Hawaii who aren't normally here, obviously, I feel like I just look at them. Like, I remember like I'd be in bed with you and I'd look over at you and be like, are you actually here? Are you really here? Because this is so weird like that you're out actually of, here. Out of our element. Yeah. Um, but yeah, big, big week with mom and dad. Lots coming up. We are going on boats. We're going to Kauai. We're going to all these places. So I'm really excited. Um, yeah. What, what are you excited about? Um, I'm going to New York on Saturday. I'm really excited about that. Oh, fun. Yeah. We're going to be there filming a segment for the Today Show and watch what happens live with Andy Cohen. So really, really pumped about that. It's going to be a fun trip. And then, yeah, I'll I'll come back and I'll have a weekend in Nashville, which will be nice because recently the only weekend I've had here, I've been sick in bed. So I'm excited to be here and catch up with my friends. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Well, yeah, lots of good things coming up. Our lows weren't too dramatic. So, well, I thought Can we talk about how great my texting has been this week? Yeah, you were slipping back the other day into your old ways slightly, but you have really improved and you've gotten a lot better. I started using some new emojis. Do you like texting in a pleasant way? Um, I do. It takes a little longer. Yeah. But it's fun to look down at our text messages and they're all like rainbow with emoji and like yeah. excitement. I don't know. I feel like sometimes it's a little fake, but I know you're trying. Yeah. I well, know it you're was trying. when I was being over the top with it. Yeah, but I know you're trying. Um, I can't win here. Like, what do you want from me? Yeah, no, I I totally acknowledge your your efforts. I have we. I guess we haven't even really talked about what this episode is about, and this was such a fun episode. Yeah. Today we have an amazing guest. Erin Lofton is here. Erin is a travel agent. She's a mentor. She's a Dubai expert. She plans custom trips, international and domestic, and she's overall just such a cool person. Um, It was so amazing getting to talk with her. She made me want to be a travel agent. I was actually – okay, I was thinking about this during the interview. I'm like, you should do that as a side hustle. I know. I yeah, I've already had people message me like, you need to plan Hawaii vacations because I was you hoping. You should honestly like just do Hawaii itineraries. Yeah, that's what 
Um, Maya, our very first guest, my friend yeah. who did MM Designs, she's getting married in October. And we were like messaging back and forth last week about her honeymoon. And she was like asking for some guidance. Like they were, I guess, considering Hawaii maybe. And I was sending her all these places, different islands. And she was like, you really need to be a Hawaii travel agent. And I was like, yeah, let me just add something else to my to-do list. <laughs> that's like um, so i know it's like oh you should do this as a business like you know yeah it's like if someone was like you're good at this i'm like it's my job now <laughs> it's my job <laughs> how can i charge money for this yeah oh my god um i know that's why i have a hard time with like hobbies and finding things that i enjoy for fun because it always becomes like a side yeah, hustle i find one thing job. i'm good at and i'm like it's my job like <laughs> I know. Um, no, but I was really excited to have Aaron on. Um, we're getting close to summer 2022 and everyone is starting to, um, get into trip planning mode. And I think she had some great tips and hacks, um, for people that are either, you know, for people that will either work with a travel agent or plan trips on their own. And I just, I, I really liked this conversation and we had so many people reach out after our first episode on travel with Janelle. Um, so we got to ask some of those follow-up questions. Definitely. And I feel like people sleep on travel agents a little bit because, you know, it has all these you – know, people think it's expensive or just too complicated or hard to find one. You're but, too young to use a travel agent. Like, it's yeah, yeah, like you don't have to be in the walker in the wheelchair <laughs> to use a travel agent. Like, Honestly, that was the best decision we ever made. Oh, my gosh. I guess we made it. But when we were in Hawaii because it yeah. just made life so much easier. Yeah. My friend Taylor is a travel agent. And, like she literally made our trip so pleasant and like just – and we said, we said like we were never going to do a big trip again without a travel agent. Someone sent me this um, text the other day about um, – okay. So it was from this podcast, but this girl was talking about how her dad – loved vacations over trips because vacations are a time to go somewhere without a plan and the full intention is just to relax and recharge and trips are planned, scheduled and have objectives. I thought that was a good point. Like, you know, you want to go on a vacation where you can rest and relax, not a trip where everything is scheduled out and you're stressed, you know, I think you need to be more intentional about taking vacations. Yeah, I definitely I definitely feel that. I think that a lot of things we do are trips because of how heavily we plan them beforehand. We're like, okay, we're going to do this and we're going to do this and this. And I feel like our trip to Maui that we kind of talked about in the podcast was like a true vacation. So like we had yeah. like maybe one thing we wanted to do, no expectations, like really no plans. And uh, it was so refreshing. And my trip to California like a few weeks ago was such a vacation because I had mm-hmm. literally nothing to do. Yeah, so nice. Um, I think I want to take a solo trip this year. Really? I don't. I can go ahead and tell you this right now. I would absolutely not like a solo trip. Like I'm – and if you're listening to this and you think, ooh, I would never want to have a solo trip, I'm with you. You're not alone. You're not weird. I would literally cry. Like – I think – okay, no. I'm not saying I would go like anywhere alone. I think it's like you go somewhere like Sedona or somewhere like spiritual and do like a yoga retreat on your own. I don't think you like go to Barcelona by yourself. Like there's a difference in trips trips that you take alone and then trips you take with people. But I agree. Like I like to travel with people. I like to experience things with people. But 
sometimes you just need to relax on your own and not have anyone there. I did like when Janelle talked about in the previous trial episode how like she liked being solo because she wasn't on anyone else's like time schedule. Like if she wanted to go take a nap, she could nap and all that stuff. But I don't know. I'm just like such a people person and I like kind of get travel anxiety and I feel like if I was alone, I would just be like, oh my gosh. But I don't know. People come into the coffee shop a lot who are like, I want a solo trip. Like, I'm like, really? Are you, are you happy? You could always test it out and do like a close trip. Like, you know, for me going, I don't know, like to a cabin somewhere or like, that sounds yeah. creepy. Or you like, I mean? like, you don't have to start big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cabin in the woods. Yeah. Or if you, or going on a trip already, maybe go like a day or two early to have like yeah, some yeah. alone time and like reset and then you're going to be up with your friends and like go balls to the wall. I like that idea better than the creepy cabin. Yeah, so. yeah. Get, go head out to a cabin, <laughs> like turn off your phone, alert every creepy man you've ever met. <laughs> Anyways. Off the grid. Okay, so let's get into this amazing episode with Aaron so everyone can learn all the things that we just learned and get pumped for summer 2022 travel, which is very near and upon us. Yes. Well, let's get into this. I'm so happy to have Aaron, and I know you guys are going to like this episode as much yeah. as we did. Welcome, Aaron, to Go Call Your Sister. We have had so many people reach out after we posted one episode on travel and people are obviously getting into the mode, planning trips for the summer. So we're so thankful to have you on the show today and we can't wait to dive in. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Okay. So I guess we can just kick it off with the first question. Can you tell us a little bit about starting your own business? Yes. So I actually started my travel agency business last summer in July. Um, The startup process is, it's fairly easy, but, you know, depending on like how deep you're looking to go into it will determine, you know, the time it takes you to actually set it up. Um, As of January of this year, I actually started taking mentees of my own because my business took off so fast. I guess with everyone like being stuck home from COVID, like people are really trying to, you know, get outside and get back into, you know, like normalcy. Totally. People were ready to go. (laughs) Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, we have, we, I've only used a travel agent once and it was a friend of mine and she helped us book our trip to Maui and it was my sister and I, and it was seriously like the most enjoyable trip we've ever had because we, my sister and I are both people who like to like be in charge of every single thing and just having someone like take it over and like, just say like, I got it. Like you guys just have fun. It was so nice. But for people who maybe haven't used a travel agent, can you talk about some of the benefits of working with a travel agent? I feel like people can kind of think it's expensive, but it really can be affordable. Um, and just like how much it is on average to work with an agent. Yeah, for sure. So I always tell people that I have like a new method of like running travel agencies. I, I would definitely say that, like you said, you know, the benefit of just being able to sit back and let somebody else do the planning for you, um, especially when clients give you that creative control. I feel like that's when you can really produce the best trips. Um, but 
definitely that being a benefit, someone who knows about, you know, travel restrictions, someone who knows about destinations. I mean, I'm seeing these destinations every day. Um, I have clients who are actively in and out of popular destinations. So I know a little bit more than, you know, someone who would be booking a trip by themselves and just showing up, not really knowing what to expect. So just having that second person to really say, okay, you know, you're safe, you're good. Mm-hmm. This is a place Definitely. that I've met, you know, all that good stuff. Definitely. I feel like the main reason people are hesitant to use travel agents is because of the prices, but it really is affordable. And I think people don't realize that. Is that kind of what you feel like you've learned in your experience? Yeah, I do. I think it really depends too, because some people have really big ideas. And I do feel as though, you know, the bigger the ideas, of course, you want to pay someone who can kind of bring those things to life for you. But just on average, um, most travel agents are charging, you know, just planning fees and things like that now. But I think it's totally worth it. And it's really not that expensive, especially if you are not wanting to, you know, do the work yourself and you kind of want to just kick back and relax. Time is money. And I feel like people who don't want to sit down and like look over flights and, you know, search through so many hotels and break down things, it's really worth your while. And then when you're on a trip, so like for our, the Maui trip that we used with a, we used a travel agent to book, I ended up having to like move it to a whole different date, um, switched hotels very last minute. My flights, I had to move those as well. And it was just so easy. All I said was like, this is what I'm going to do now. And she was like, got it. I'll take care of it. And like, it just was no stress. So I feel like for me, that's kind of why I feel like travel agents are worth even, you know, the fee that you have to pay to oh, yeah. use one. So oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. especially if you're a planner, like we are, it's like, it's yeah. nice because it's not a vacation. If you're constantly thinking, all right, where are we going to stay? Like, what are we going to do next? Like, it's just such a gift to have it all planned out for you. Yeah. Um, Okay, so I want to hear where is on your travel bucket list for 2022? So, oh, that's a really exciting question. So right now, um, I just knocked off the first one. I went to Guatemala about two weeks ago. So that was really big on my list. And then for June, I have um, Barcelona and Ibiza. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that as well. And then in the fall, I would definitely say Bahrain is really high on my list. But it's between Mm -hmm. Bahrain and Istanbul. I haven't really decided between the two yet for my birthday. Wow. I love that. I'm actually in the middle of um, planning a trip to Spain with some friends in Barcelona and Ibiza and Mallorca is top of our list. So we're still trying to work out all the details. But um, it's just a beautiful country. Oh, yeah. For someone listening who feels like they're very passionate about travel and is maybe trying to plan out their career path for themselves, if they were interested in getting into being a travel agent, what did that kind of look like for you? Did you always just love travel and that's just you kind of made it a career? So, yes, I have always been really good at planning trips and like mm-hmm. my friends and family and people will always tell me like, you're really good at this. Or we would go on vacation. They're like, how did you find this? Like, this is like, this is dope. This is really cool. And mm-hmm. honestly, like I underestimated it. I, I just had a natural given talent. And once I like put it into a business, I started to really see the return on it. So I feel as though if you have a passion for travel and it comes to you naturally, like with planning and things like that, I say go full force. There are plenty of people out there like me who are mentors who would be willing to, you know, help you along the way. 
Yeah, definitely. Because I feel like a lot of our listeners are kind of that like college age or like freshly out of college who still are trying to find their path. And I just think that if that's something you're interested in, that is such a good route because you kind of work from home, right? Or you work remotely. And so, yeah, I actually do. But I'm also a school counselor. So if there's anybody out there. Yeah. So if there's anybody out there who wants to get something on the side, like a business, um, Mm -hmm. it is completely possible. So that's something else I like to put out there, too. Like I have a full nine to five, but I also mm-hmm. run my business with complete flexibility as well. Wow. wow we so love impressive. a side hustle. That's great. We do love <laughs> yeah. a side hustle. And honestly, that is a really popular side hustle. I have a friend um, and she works in sports marketing, but also does travel as a travel agent on the side and, mm-hmm. you know, is hoping to eventually take that full time, but it's a great way to, to transition. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm and- really hoping to go like, full on with my business by summer. I'm, I'm really hoping. Wow. Yes. Kind of. Manifest it. It's going to happen for <laughs> sure. And, you know, if you are, if you have that, you know, knack for travel planning and you want like a creative outlet for this a side hustle that still makes you money, it's a great way to go. So I love that. That's really good. And hopefully we'll encourage some people to seek that out. But yes. kind of going back to our questions, um, what are your top destinations for traveling on a budget? Okay, so I'm going to be completely honest. I really think that right now travel is probably at its highest that it's been in a really long time. When my clients are looking for like that perfect budget trip, I definitely always point them into the direction of all inclusive, which is usually just in Mexico and the Caribbean. But Mm -hmm. the Caribbean can also get kind of expensive. Mexico, and some people may disagree, but Mexico is probably going to be like that place you can get to. All inclusive, you pay for it, you get there, you don't worry about anything else. So if you're Mm -hmm. really on a budget, but you want like a quality trip, there's different places in Mexico. Um, It doesn't have to be Cancun. You could do Riviera Mm -hmm. Maya, Playa Mujeres, um, Puerto Vallarta. There's so many different places you can get to, you know, and stick to a really nice budget. All inclusives. I feel like there are so many really nice ones now. Like it's not just like spring break anymore. It's mm-hmm. you can go as nice as you want to, and it's it's like really great to go in knowing exactly how much you're going to spend. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Absolutely. We went on a spring break or not a spring break. We went on a um, graduation trip last May to Mexico and it was so beautiful, so nice. The food was amazing. I think the drinks and food sometimes get a bad rep for all-inclusive or, you know, they say, oh, it's not really real with (laughs) alcoholics. I've done the Punta Cana spring break, college spring break, and that is ratchet. But uh-huh. um, <laughs> our graduation on Closer Trip was just beautiful. I felt like we were literally like on an island and it was Mexico and the flights were easy. It was not a long flight at all, not a cheap, not an expensive flight. And um, so, yeah, I think Mexico is slept on. And I do agree. I think traveling probably is expensive right now because everyone is trying to get out of the house. Oh, yeah. And we've all been. Yeah. Well, and I think another good hack is to prepay for as much as you can in advance and like even creating those little buckets in your bank account or your savings account of like the different trips you want to take. So like, you know, I want to go to Italy this year and Mexico and San Diego and like all these other trips that I have and just doing like little buckets and putting away, you know, as much as you can every month in advance of those trips. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I would if I can add to like the travel hacks, I'll also say just stick to a realistic 
budget, you know, like Mm -hmm. don't go trying to, you know, ball out and then come back home and you're like, wow, like I have absolutely nothing. That's one of the biggest things. Any of my clients who are on a budget, you know, I say, okay, let's sit down, let's budget out. I I will sit down and budget out with you, you know, if we have to. So definitely use some sort of budgeting strategy um, and plan out, you know, for your trip. Yeah, definitely. Because I mean, as important it is as it is to travel, you don't want to come home and just feel like you've blown through all of your money for a week long trip. And that is why I also do love all inclusive because there's nothing better than just getting there and never having to take out your wallet, you know, and other than tipping and such here and there, like, Having everything covered is really vacation mode because you're just wow. like you're oh, yeah. balling out. And I think like identifying what's important to you on trips. Like for me, I know I cannot just stay in any place. Like I have a certain standard that I like, you know, to stay in and planning ahead for that and planning, um, you know, factoring that in when you're planning and budgeting and identifying those things that you really like and you're willing to spend money on and the things that, you know, you can maybe skip out on. Like maybe you're not going to go to like a very nice, super nice restaurant every single night. You, you can try like something more casual or street food or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but making kind of that list in your head of what's important and what's really not. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I'll definitely say this too. With some of my travel packages that are on my website, it comes with an itinerary. And so if they're trying to stick to a certain budget, um, I have digital itineraries. So that way they can kind of plan out before they get there, how much things are going to cost. What does the restaurant look like? Like what vibe is it giving? Is it is it giving like five star steakhouse or is it giving like, you know, a nice lounge bar type restaurant, things like that. So that's also been pretty helpful for my clients too. I think that they do really enjoy having that option. Oh, I love that. That's something that we would love because we are oh, like yeah. itinerary. Yeah, we love an itinerary. <laughs> and if someone just handed me one, I think I would just like start crying because I'd be like, no, I don't have to do it. We love a loose by 10. Room for, oh, yeah. room for spontaneous things to happen, but yeah. We, we like yeah. Another fun thing about our travel agent experience, because um, we did it together, was we had there were a bunch of perks that came with booking through a travel oh, yeah. agent. We had like mm-hmm. snacks sent to our room and champagne was sent to our room, and we were like upgraded to this beautiful mm-hmm. like suite, mm-hmm. and it was just so nice. And it was nothing we could never have done that on our own, you know. Oh yeah, for sure. Like room upgrades, um, the champagne, decoration setups, those are all things that, you know, because we've built really good relationships with these resorts and uh, villas and different places like that, like, you know, we do get access to, you know, perks that we can pass on. And sometimes it's gifted. Sometimes we come out of our own pocket just to say, you know, thank you for being a client and we can provide those things for you. So If you're interested in using a travel agent, that's definitely another part that you can look into as well. Absolutely. I love that. Okay. Well, speaking of travel tips and hacks, what are your top three? My top three hacks. I'll definitely say this, and this is the most important, I feel like. When you are traveling, especially international, if you're bringing like two pieces of luggage always keep anything that's important um, in your carry-on. So whether that's medicine, extra pairs of clothes, underwear, anything of importance, your toothbrush, just in case something happens and you are separated from your luggage for the night or whatever the case is, you can continue to function. Um, My second travel hack would be travel insurance or protection. Um, We don't talk about it enough, but it comes in handy And if you don't have it, you will definitely feel it. 
Um, Suck it up and spend the extra 30 bucks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And honestly, it's not even that expensive. Like, really, I think for Guatemala, I think it was about $55. And it came with so many different benefits from cancellations to um, if I got sick, COVID medical care. You know, if you have to be flown back to the United States where I live, you know, all of those things are really important. And then I would say... My last travel hack would be um, bring multiple cards. Um, If you don't own a credit card or anything like that, find you a good credit card with travel perks and that can be used internationally without any extra fees. You never know when something's going to happen. If you get sick, if you're ever in a weird situation and you need to get yourself out of it, have credit cards on standby. If you lose your cash, whatever the case is, um, I think that those are my top three um, for sure. And I'll add a fourth. I know we said three, but global entry is definitely, um, I, I love global entry. Um, and I'll just give you a brief example. Um, so global entry, I think it's about $100. It lasts for five years and you get TSA pre-check with it. Um, and so for those of you who may not know, TSA pre-check is expedited security clearance going to your destination. And then the global entry will kick in when you're coming back from an international um, going through customs. Um, and so the purpose is so that you don't have to wait in the super long customs lines. And so when me and my boyfriend were traveling to Guatemala recently, I used my global entry. He was in line for at least an hour and 30 minutes. I breezed through and I kid you not, maybe 10 minutes. Grab my wow. luggage and I went right through the line. So if you are looking to start traveling, go ahead and invest. It's worth every penny. And I think that it's totally worth it. Honestly, people that don't have TSA, I look at them when I'm at the airport. Like, why do you hate yourself? Like, why do you do this to yourself? It's right. so easy. And even with – like, I have TSA – or I have pre-check and clear. With clear, you don't even have to take out your ID. They just take a scan of your eyeballs and then you're you're in. Mm-hmm. Anything I that don't makes have you that. Yes, totally. Anything. Yeah, but I need fun. to get. I need to get both like ASAP because I'm planning on oh, traveling yeah. a good bit. What is the process for getting global clearance? Like, what do you have to go do? Yeah, for sure. Okay, so there's like two different ways you can do it, and I'll explain how I went through it, and then I'll explain you know another way. So. Mm-hmm. If you go the route that I went, I applied online. um, And then after I applied online, you get like this preliminary approval. Once Mm -hmm. you get the preliminary approval, you have to go in person to actually have an interview with like, I think it's Customs and Border Patrol. Um, They'll ask you a whole bunch of questions about your life, (laughs) you know, things like that. Um, And then they'll take your picture. So if you're really into pictures, be picture ready because they're going to take it. Um, and then your car will come in the mail. I think it took mine took like a couple of days to maybe a week um, to come. Or if you apply online and you are going on an international trip, when you are coming back um, upon return, you can go in for your interview while you were already going through customs and things like that. So those are two different ways that you can do it. If you're just looking to go ahead and get the process started. I would definitely suggest do it now because the appointments fill up so quickly, it's hard to get them. And again, you don't have to do one for global and one for TSA because when you do the global entry, it comes with TSA pre-check. So, and a lot of these travel credit cards include global entry and TSA Mm -hmm. within like the annual fee. 
Speaking of credit cards, um, we talked about this on our last travel episode. What is your favorite travel card? Oh, my favorite travel card right now. So I actually have the Hilton Honors um, American Express. And I have to say that by far, they have the best point system ever. And you can basically turn it into physical cash. Not to touch, but you can spend it on Amazon. You can... Spend it on, you know, of course, buying you another vacation and things like that. And I know Amazon's really big right now. I know I'm on Amazon like every day. (laughs) So it really comes in handy for me. Um, So, yeah, the Hilton Honors American Express is definitely up there. Love it. Even if you don't stay at Hilton properties, you can still get points for staying at Marriott and anytime you're traveling pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I have someone that I travel with a lot who has that card and we've gotten to stay in like really awesome places because of that card and like the perks that come from it and rooms that like we book very last minute that have been so nice. So that's been amazing. Honestly, like don't sleep on rewards programs, like sign up for all the airline reward points. Like it's free to sign up and you might as well earn those points. Oh yeah. Definitely. I definitely agree. Mm Mm-hmm. Kind of going back to trip planning. So planning a trip can be very overwhelming. Where is the best place to start? Especially if you maybe are trying to use a travel agent, how do you find one even that you think would work well for you? So I'll tell you guys how people find me. So people have said they found me through hashtags. They found me on TikTok. I actually don't use TikTok, but I guess when clients post, they find you. Um, So you can always just use popular hashtags on Instagram. So you can just hashtag travel agent, travel agencies, um, travel agent tips. Um, And you can really just type in travel agent. And then, you know, if it is in their bio, they will pop up. I think you should look for someone who is geared towards what you are looking for. So if I'm looking to do like a Dubai trip and I come across a travel agent who says, I help busy couples plan um, Caribbean destinations, then that tells me that they really more so focus on Caribbean destinations. I should find someone who maybe is a little more, you know, inclusive of all international uh, destinations. So those are just little things you can look for um, if you're looking to start with planning. Um, And, you know, just ask them if they have any planning fees or research fees and, you know, things like that. Speaking of, aren't you a, you're a Dubai expert. Yes, I did. I took a whole course. (laughs) Yeah. So amazing. Yeah. So if anyone's looking to book a trip like exclusively to Dubai or in general, we're definitely going to put your Instagram and website in the show notes, but that's really amazing because then you feel good about it. You feel like you can really trust someone who specializes in certain areas and they know exactly what's, what's going on. Yeah. Going off of that question, so if you were planning a trip just for yourself, like where would you start? Because it, it's hard. It's overwhelming. It's really like you don't know, like, should I start with the flight? Should I start with the hotel? Like, what? what where right. do I begin? So I will give you my experience of like before I was a travel agent. So if we're not – if we're just talking about not using a travel agent, I usually start with um, – I go to Google and I go to Google Trips. And Google Trips usually has a map. Um, that will show you like different prices in different places. And I'll just look at the world and I'll say, okay, where do I want to go? Um, And I'll just pick places based off budget and kind of narrow it down from there. And then once I Mm -hmm. figure out like where I want to go, then I can get kind of aggressive. Like, okay, what is the hotel? What vibe am I going for? 
I save them in my notes. I, you know, I have an iPhone, so I'll just put them in my little notes or whatever. And then um, flights is usually after the hotels because I have to know, okay, like, where am I staying so I can get the bigger picture? And then I go and I do flights. Um, a lot of people don't like spirit. <laughs> so I know this is probably going to shake the table, but I have actually had some really good experiences with them. I've only had one terrible experience. And honestly, because of all the other good times, I just, I swept it under the rug. Um, so yeah, that I'll definitely start there. And of course, you know, you have Delta and all the other places, but you know, you can really use Google trips to find like flexible dates, flexible weekends, um, and pricing that fits, you know, what you're looking for. Definitely. That's something that we talked about on our last, um, episode about travel was just like, instead of being, you know, I, for sure, I, I'm going to go to this place and being so set on it, kind of having an open mind and saying, okay, mm-hmm. what? And it's fun that way. It's kind of like a surprise. It is. You yeah. Know? It is. I love that. Just kind of based on trips that you've booked so far for this summer, what are some of the like popular destinations looking like for a summer of 2022? So right now I have a lot of Dubai trips. Like in mm-hmm. It could be because, you know, I went to Dubai last year. Some people have seen my trips and they really liked it. And then, you know, I became a Dubai expert, all of that good stuff. So Dubai is definitely top on the list. A lot of people, like I said, Mexico is up there. Um, And then the Caribbean islands. So I have some Anguilla trips. I have some Bermuda trips. I have some um, Grenada trips. Like so many different places in the Caribbean. Um, But Dubai Mm -hmm. is definitely up there. Like I think people Mm -hmm. are really like, okay, I got to get out there. I have to see this place and see what it's all about. So it's been on my list since um, Sex and the City Two came out. So I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll have to hit you up at some point. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, it's to- it's worth it. I had so much fun over there. So much fun. What are some questions that you think you should ask your travel agent that may not not be obvious or that you may not think of off the bat, but some something that you should consider? But I would definitely say um, travel restrictions. Yeah. Ask. Do I need a COVID test to come back home? But just COVID restrictions in general, I would definitely say. Room setups. So especially for group trips. Um, I book a lot of group trips. And sometimes um, people aren't that clear on how they want their bedding preference. Um, you know, do you want um, two beds in the room? Do you want one, you know, one bed? Are you looking for all-inclusive? Are you looking for villa style? Like, what can these places offer me? So These are just some questions, you know, you can kind of think of to ask your travel agent up front because, you know, once the planning process starts, you want to kind of make sure that you give them their space to do their thing. Um, But definitely questions like that are pretty important. And maybe just, I don't know how important this would be, but like the culture, like what's the tipping culture? Yeah. What is, you know, customary for this because I um, work in a coffee shop in Hawaii. So we have people who come in all the time who are from different countries. And I don't even think they realize that you're supposed to tip because in their country, they don't. And then to everyone who works, it can kind of be annoying. Like, oh, these people are so rude or whatever. And um, I feel like it's just a lot of time because they don't know or they maybe weren't educated. This is true. I definitely agree. I would add that um, for sure. So what is a must in your suitcase while, while traveling? Like if you had to pick maybe a top three. Or yeah, I know you mentioned travel with a toothbrush and essentials like that, but what's <laughs> something maybe funny or random or just something that you always have with you on your trips? So this is definitely going to be weird, so don't judge me, but 
my own towels and washcloths. Really? Yeah. So I started doing that because sometimes you just find really weird things in the room. So it may be like hairs or like, what is that on that? Yeah. So I would rather just bring my own um, towels and washcloths. And you know, I'm not saying that you have to do it everywhere. I think you just have to know where you're going. So for an example, Guatemala, I felt like that was one place I really wanted to take my own things because I didn't know what to expect. Um, That was my first time there. I was staying really far away from the city. And you know, I, I just didn't know. So that and I would say travel cubes. Um, I think travel cubes are really, really cool to have. Um, just if you're like an organized person, because I like yeah. my things, you know, here, there. Yeah, and I know, you know, everything. I was having this conversation the other day. I work for an organization company and we're designing travel uh, packing cubes, travel cubes, whatever you want to call it. And I actually don't use them. Oh, yeah. I have a yeah my best friend Libby is who taught me about travel cubes and it's insane like when we are at a trip it's like my suitcase is like piled up crumpled together exploding and hers is she's like here are my shirts here are my shoes yeah like it's just so but it was interesting hearing from the people that do use them because they all use them so differently it's like some people pack pack their cubes by day so they'll have like Monday outfit, Tuesday outfit, Wednesday outfit and some people pack it by clothing item. So like shirts, pants, yes. underwear. Um so maybe I need to get on board with it. Might just try just it out. I'll give it a try. Yeah, just I'm, yeah. try. I'm going out of town this weekend so I might have to pull out the packing squares. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Definitely. I say just give it a try. Definitely. Yeah. Well, we we always end our episode with two questions. Um, the first is, what is a mantra or affirmation that you are living by right now? I would definitely say just believe in yourself and always be confident in your abilities. Um, mm-hmm. When you're confident in yourself, other people will also be confident in you as well. And you know, that. if you aspire to own a business or if you aspire to you know become a travel agent, whatever it is, um, if you are confident in yourself, you will get it done. Um, you know, you have to believe in yourself first. So that's I love that. That's so true. People will be confident in you, even if you aren't confident, but you're just projecting that you are. People will then in turn be confident in you and your ability. So that's amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, And then our last thing that we like to end with is a would you rather question. I think Allie is going to take it away on this week's question. (laughs) All right. So would you rather have Endless airline points or endless hotel stays? Endless hotel stays. I'm with you on that. I love a hotel. (laughs) I love a hotel. I love going. I love getting a robe. I love getting slippers. I'm like, I'll buy the flight, whatever. But I would stay wherever I want, whenever I want. Exactly. I I feel like in a mathematical sense, which I don't really ever operate thinking that (laughs) way, but like hotels would – end up saving you more because you just buy that flight and that's it. But um, yeah, I think I'd have to go with hotels, but I do love Airbnbs as well. Like I do like to travel and stay in Airbnb because you feel like you have like a home. Um, Oh yeah. So if we extended that to like hotel and Airbnbs, I would. I I was on the Airbnb train for a little bit, but I just like, I love a hotel. Airbnbs, I guess are easy when you have a bigger group, but if it's just me, I'm a hundred percent going for a hotel. I love a hotel too, just because of the amenities, especially yeah. like you can have a butler, you have a concierge, like 
I don't know. I'm, I'm really on the bed. I love it. Yes. Yes. It's luxurious. Now hotels are so cute, like cool and like kind of designed as like little apartments. And yeah, I love it. I love so. a boutique hotel that has like, you know, you can have like a wing of it or, you know, whatever. It's cool. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah. What's your favorite hotel? Oh, I would. Okay. It, I'm sorry to go back to Dubai, but I, I have to put it out there. I love the five. So if you're interested in going to Dubai, check out the five. There's also um, a five um, village. So you have the five palm and then you have the five, um, the five village. It just gives the vibe. So if you have a chance, you're hearing this right now, look up the five palm in Dubai and the five village for sure. I'll have to check it out. Mm -hmm. Well, Erin, thank you so much for joining us. This has been like such a treat. It's making me so excited to have some traveling coming up. And um, like we said, we're going to link your Instagram and website in the show notes so our listeners can find you. And if you're looking to book a trip, Erin's your girl. um, We're travel. Here we go. (laughs) I'm here for it. I'm ready.